race of people did your parents tell you not to interact with and were they right? everybody to the Jab ATL. I'm your host Tevin and here's my co-host B, Rio, and Spartak. And today we're gonna have real talk where we answer random questions from this pile. We're gonna read them aloud. We don't know what they're, what they're gonna ask or anything like that. We're just gonna be keeping it real with you guys, okay? Right. So that's what we're gonna do, right? So we're gonna start off with me and work our way around. It's real different. Alright, cool. Y'all ready for that? Yeah. Y'all yeah. keep it real? Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. Alright. Yes, Let's get it. Okay. All right. How did you feel when your first when you first realized that your level of social acceptance was measured against the quote size matters? Mm. Oh, dang, that's so that's, that, that's happened. I, I never realized that. Mm. I don't, that's kind of real. I'm included in this question. I, I, I it's happened to me when I all of a sudden in middle school. Girl started talking about, oh yeah, his thing is go all the way down to his knees. I'm like, what? Oh, damn. And then all of a sudden, this guy's in high value, and I'm like, my knees, it's not going all the way down to my knees. I'm sorry, it's not. So now this, <laughs> this guy is up here. Yeah. These girls are talking about this guy like he's up here, and now I'm not up here. And basically, I'm like, I'm not up there because it doesn't go down to my knees. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that, to me, I felt like I was like 12. 13. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys compare shoe sizes? Like when you were younger? I, I did hear a lot about that, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. girls are like, yeah. what size shoe are you? Yeah, exactly. Oh. And off rip, I'm always answering 15. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you tell them your real shoe size, though? <laughs> that is my real shoe size. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps yeah. it around. No, 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 no. I was always 10, 11. I'm, 10, I'm 11s right now, but mm. yeah. yeah I, I'm telling them 15. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. my school it was like half your shoe size times 1.2 or something. Oh, they had a formula for it. Oh, wow. Girls would plug it into their phones and be like, oh, all right. Girls would just plug it into their phone. Yeah, they're like, oh, all right. See, that's that stuff. See, man, yeah. like, I feel like shoe size, that's like. I feel like that's definitely is like one of those moments where it's like you start checking your own worth and your own value based right. on the based off of I guess the formula in his in his uh, his perspective, yeah. the the knee comment in my perspective, yeah. and then his shoe size from his perspective. What, what about yours? So and see, I, the reason I didn't participate in those type of games, I guess you want to call it, is because one time uh, a friend of uh, uh, ex friend of mine, <laughs> yeah. right? We dealt with the same girl, right? Mm. And then she told me. That his dick was bigger than mine. After that, damn. Do you know what that did to me? That is traumatizing, you know what I'm talking bro. About? That that's so traumatizing. That that ceased all the games. Yeah. I just kept to myself. Yeah. And I uh, recovered after two years. After two years, I would ask like, how much bigger we? <laughs> <laughs> I was scared. I was scared to ask that. I was scared. I was scared. I was just like, I was like, man, I'm only it's fully hard anyway, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I went with that. But, yeah. so after that, you know what I'm saying, I just, you know, just tell myself it don't matter. Deep down, I know it matters. Mm. Deep down, I know. But, uh, but you know what, it shouldn't though. And you know what, the fact that it mm -hmm. does is body shaming. I'm going to call it for what it is. That's body, real stuff. That's yeah. real. It is body shaming. Stop right. the body shaming. Stop the body shaming. You are hurting the youth out here. Absolutely. We do not, we don't condone body shaming. <laughs> right, right. Y'all hurt yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. So that's real. That's real though. But yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I don't think it should 
you know, uh, define your worth or anything like that. I mean, I think it matters to a degree, but I mean, I would assume if you know you're not packing, you know, you can get better at other things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know to compensate if you want to yeah. say that. Yeah. So, it's the confidence behind. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's literally the confidence behind. Yeah. It. If you're rocking like a one-inch warrior and you got a lot of <laughs> one confidence, inch I'm pretty sure it's not going to be like, all right, like, you know, she's not going to tell until like you whip it out and she's like, I guess that's what we're working with. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully sure. she's understanding, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. If you're packing 10 inches or fucking going in the feet and meters, like, <laughs> yeah. meters. like, dude, you probably have crazy confidence already. All right. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, you know. Spartax, question's on you, man. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> What TV show taught you the biggest life lessons? Wow, well, that's good. Mm. Fairly Odd Parents. That's me. Really? Wow. Dude, like it was yeah. Timmy Turner. Like I was a single child for a minute. Uh-huh. I didn't have my brother yet, and then it was just like he's friends with like two imaginary like pixies. Yeah. He's by himself in a room while his parents are gone. Most of the time they were working or not in the house, and he mm-hmm. had a babysitter. Mm-hmm. So like you got a lot of life lessons. Like he would make mistakes, and then the fairly odd parents would like show him what to do, and then he would resolve those problems. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I thought that was a good one. That was a great They're show. Basically, spirit guides. Yeah. Yeah, like damn. Oh, I thought that was it. I, I thought that's my show for work. Uh, <laughs> mine's definitely Ed, Ed and Eddie. That's it taught good. me yeah. to hustle. It taught me, you know, hey, back get some it was boss. like, yeah, get you some <laughs> people that know what they're doing, and y'all make a team, and y'all can hustle. And yeah. you know. It pretty much told me like, fuck everybody who thinks that you're friends or whatever. Like you fuck with your day one. You fuck with the people that's really riding for you. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That's why I view Ed and Eddie and the hustle. They were selling jawbreakers and everything. True. They was yeah. always coming up with inventions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Eddie, Eddie was a hustle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine uh, was an anime. Okay. It was uh, One Piece. Ooh. Okay. One Piece. And I say One Piece because Luffy is like this little scrawny guy. Is the best, the main character, and he's talking. And he he's basically saying, "I'm going to be the king of the pirates." Right. Basically, and the king of the pirates is like, "You that man." It's basically a billionaire right. in his world. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's like, "I'm going to be that guy." And to me, I was like, "Wow, he's getting on a ship. He can't swim, mm-hmm. and he's going to go out after his dream. Yeah, being the biggest thing in the world. Right. That's right. A, that was amazing. That was inspiring to me. That's I definitely up. I feel that. Um, I'm gonna um, piggyback off Rio. Uh, definitely uh, Rockley from Naruto. Yeah. Mm. So if you know who he is, yeah, Rock Lee, he's uh he works hard, like exactly. really hard. Yeah. Like that's all he does. He doesn't have any special powers, all he got is hands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um uh not having special powers in a ninja world is is, is quite the challenge. So yeah. all he does is just work physically as hard as he can yeah. and pushes himself, you know, uh I guess harder than anyone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for me, it definitely helped me out when I was in wrestling, you know what I'm saying? Because wrestling was just so like mentally just difficult in high school and what kind of gave me some like what gave me comfort was knowing that you know what oh while everyone is eating i'm going out and run take a you know two mile run you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i would just bank on that i worked harder than you know everyone else did right so and i got that from rock league so i think that's definitely something that you know i I took from that show for sure yeah Yeah. for sure wrestling was one of the hardest things mentally and physically yeah i mean dude yeah that show probably showed you like there's superheroes around you, yeah. so like 
when I joined wrestling, I was like overweight. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't have good eating habits. And mm -hmm. then I had to learn that my first year. Mm -hmm. And that was like, you see everyone else around you like yeah. eating good and they already have the habits and they already have the bodies. And then yeah. when you're like an outsider, you gotta work 10 times as hard. Yeah. So yeah. you're just like, yeah. dang, like I gotta learn all this stuff I remember, and eat ready. I remember first joining a wrestling team. And then like you said, seeing all the guys, I was this dude on my team, he literally called muscle. His oh, name was everybody called him muscle because he had his bicep was coming out like this. Yeah. When he lock up with you, he put his bicep in it. Oh eyes, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> and then and then like coming in as a newcomer and then having to adjust all of that, running five miles and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. intimidating. Like yeah, that's really intimidating. mentally. Yeah, mentally. Oh so so mental. So tell us about your wrestling, man. Uh, yeah. Can't relate. <laughs> did not do wrestling. Did baseball, but I mean it was it was kind of similar. Like um, definitely had to catch up to anybody that was out there trying to outperform me. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Oh, yeah. 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 And that was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Go ahead, Rio. All right. When approaching a woman, what factors do you find intimidating that would cause you to abort mission? Mm. So I'm gonna go ahead and say. If the chick is driving a Maybach, <laughs> a Maybach. Abort mission. I can't do it. <laughs> what can I provide for you? I can't give you a Maybach. You know yep. what I'm saying? That's a, that's that's what I feel about that. Ah, uh, definitely. Um, uh, be something materialistic for me. It's like yeah. something like not like high quality materialistic. It'd be like something like crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. Like it's like a guy wearing a Rolex compared to like a Citizen or a Seiko watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it'd be like a girl having. I don't know, something just extremely expensive, like, I don't know, Balenciagas, <coughs> I don't know if they're, like, comfortable right, right, or right, yeah. whatnot, but, like, something that's crazy out of reach. Mm. Like, maybe, like, instead of a Kate Spade purse, it's, like, a Louis Vuitton special edition purse. Mm. It's right, a right. $10,000 purse. Facts, facts. It would just kind of intimidate me, like, oh, you care a lot about that purse or you have a lot of money, maybe you don't really care about, like, Beer. Yeah, I see how to get what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's interesting because it's like, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. it's yeah. like, um, it sounds like it's a kind of like a need base. It's like if you have all these things, then what do you need from me? You know? Yeah. And I, it's like, so you can't provide. Yeah, I can't provide something, which is yeah. interesting. It's like you know, I guess as men, we feel like we want to provide for our yeah. female. Yeah. You know? All right. Um, spin on it. Um, if she has like a whole bunch of piercings on her face and tattoos, like, like from her neck down to her toes, intimidating to me. I'm aborting, I don't care how fine you look in that Nike fit. She got like 20, 20 piercings on her face and she can barely blink, I'm aborting mission. Uh, because uh, I like to do the tying up and she looks like she'll tie, tie me up. So, uh, I feel that, I feel yeah. that. That's good. For sure. So yeah, mine is pretty much based off of uh, what Spartak and Rio said. Definitely like if you're wearing like uh, like Louis Vuitton or you know Gucci, it's just kind of like I kind of feel like where I'm at now, I can't I can't really provide that for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So in a way, ladies, that's kind of a good way to weed you know people like me out. You know what I'm saying? The lower class warriors out. You feel what I'm saying? However, I would feel much better. You know what I'm saying? If I come back, you know what I mean? I get my stuff together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think that would intimidate me as much. Come on, man, you know I got you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if she hop out the Maybach with the Louis Vuitton fit, I'm out. And yeah. the tattoos? And the tattoos? It's over. Uh, ain't nothing I can give you. Ain't nothing. You got the money, you got the fit. Uh -uh. Yeah. That's 2500 You just walking around the street. Oh, my hmm. God. <laughs> All right, go ahead, me. Go oh, ahead. Okay. I hope y'all liking the game so far because this is pretty dope. Uh -oh. Okay. <clears throat> All right. 
What race of people did your parents tell you not to interact with, and were they right? Ooh. Huh. Um. My parents actually taught me to be kind of understanding to people, like not to judge somebody by their race, because I wouldn't want to be treated that way. Mm -hmm. But no, no, that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> that's the question. Yep. For me. My mom said, don't you come home with a white girl. Right. So she also told me that you got to watch out for white people. That's something I learned from my family, you know. Mm -hmm. So automatically I saw white people and I was like, I don't know if I should be around them because they are what my mom said I should avoid. You right, know? right, right. But then like I got to know them and like they pretty cool. You right, know? So, right. So, right. I, so I felt like, <laughs> one, it, it, it's kind of confusing. It's like, you, you know, you listen to your parents, they tell you, you know, your ABCs, they tell you what one, two, three is, all that, and all that stuff. So you like take their information, it's like, this is some solid information. But then sometimes you start getting information and it's like, this don't seem so solid, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and it kind of causes a, like a, a disconnect a little bit. Because yeah. <clears throat> like, I, I don't think, just like B says, like I'm, I'm now in a, in a position where I feel like I should not look at anybody's race at all. Just mm -hmm. like period. Yeah. To me, I feel like energy matters more, for real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel that, that's real. That's real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how, in Bulgaria, we mostly just had, like, white people, so, mm -hmm. it just, we never got taught anything about race, mm -hmm. and in the States, nothing about race, my uh, stepdad, when we were growing up, he had all kinds of girls, like, mm -hmm. he never said anything about race, so mm -hmm. it was just like, growing up, it was just like, nothing about it, I think that's more like a, I don't know, like some people might push it towards race and say certain things but my family was always like we yeah. don't really care just yeah, just yeah. make sure that people were nice yeah, you know it's right. all yeah. about personality and stuff like that mm, yeah, no, I feel exactly. that um, well with me I feel like my parents never really told me not to but I would hear like my grandparents a lot you know what I mean uh, you know, complain about whites and, you know, you shouldn't hang out with them. Well, not necessarily hang out with them, but just watch out, you know what I mean? Yeah. And what's so funny about that, you know, like in high school, it's like I felt like I got along with white people more in other races than my own race. Like, yeah. isn't that crazy? You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is coming from, I guess, a person that, you know, likes anime, Dragon Ball Z, all that stuff, Pokemon, blah, blah. So it's so funny, you know what I mean? So it's like, um, it, yeah, like, so the end of the question was like, were they right? I mean, I mean no, you know what I mean. Um, so it's 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 no no it's 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 crazy. Um, now, however, I have dealt with um, some white people before that, you know, and it wasn't like this kind of like recent actually, where I kind of seen what she was saying, and what she was saying was basically like, you know, um, you know, some of them are aren't at as upfront with you, you know what I'm saying? Like so, for example, I'll give you an example. So like like with black people, right? Typically, like we can. We can kind of like tell you, or you can tell if someone don't f with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's pretty direct. Yeah. Whereas you know, uh, some white people um, or this particular particular one, you know what I mean, uh, wasn't upfront, and you know what I mean. Like so, you think everything is okay, so you don't think like to defend yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then you come right back around later and then find out that that person said something about you or whatever like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I kind of view it the same way, but it's not like based on race, it's about like intelligence. If somebody tries mm -hmm. you yeah. on your intelligence, you have to know how to respond correctly. Facts, facts, so, facts, 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 facts. Yeah, yeah. So, same point. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like, you know what I mean, like, so with that said, it's like, I'm not sure if it's a race thing because like he said, like, I, I really haven't, you know, 
really dealt with that or racism or anything like that that much or probably really at all so mm -hmm. i can't confirm that but you know what i mean it's just like i can kind of see but for the most part i i don't really like him i don't really worry about race you know what i mean because yeah. you know what i'm saying like i said i get along with white people everyone really so yeah yeah i mean i stayed in california for a long time so it's nothing but a mixed culture out there facts 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 i mean i like rock music and whatnot and the next person like rock music it doesn't matter if they're black white hispanic whatever you know what i'm saying we're vibing we're skating we're doing whatever and that's fine facts yeah, facts yeah. Fact. that's racial yeah. all right that was a good one let's see let's see all right how do you go about soothing your girl when she is mad <laughs> while also addressing how you truly feel um, I think on that <clears throat> soothing. Uh, uh, tell my girl she's beautiful. First off, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I'm going full simp mode. Um, uh -huh. But I'm, you know, I'm still gonna address my issues or whatever. But mm. uh, maybe rub her back <laughs> and, and um, be like, you know. You know, bring up the issues or whatever, so we can have a, a discussion about it. Cause right. uh, my girl temper go from zero to a million, and uh, I can go from zero to putting her ass in the trunk. So I'll be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I try to keep things cordial and keep open and honest communication. Right? Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's a good topic because like I don't feel like a lot of people are doing both. It's like you either sue them and then you don't get to say what you feel, or you say what you feel and then they just like wilding out in the background. Right. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So like, how, I guess, how are we like striking striking that balance? For me, I feel like um, I try to I try to do the open and honest thing that B was talking about, and just like I put all well, I let her put all out what she has to say first, and then I let and then I let all out what I have to say, mm. and and then we just kind of like okay, this is what's on the table. What are we gonna do about it? You right. know, what's right. the solution? You know? Exactly. So yeah, yeah, I try to keep like the volume down because like. Honestly, I feel like it escalates everything. Yeah. yeah. Like if I raise my voice a little bit, like it just tensions go up. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like if I say something, I'm like, I'll cut my girl off or something. Then I'm like, wait, I shouldn't have done that. Because right. now she's yeah. already mad that I cut her off and mad about that thing. Now she's going to raise her voice and I have to raise mine to over. I, I get that. She's like, right. It's so just Starbucks. And she's like, no, it's a macchiato. Why are you spending so much money on Starbucks? Yeah. Yes, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Do, so you, do, you, um, do you admit when you interrupt the person in the middle of the argument? Nah, sometimes I'm just nah. like get caught up in it, mm. but I try to listen. Like I try to work on listening. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm just like, but this and this and this. When I'm very passionate about something and I really mm. care, like about finances or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. Like when I'm like, no, I just want what's better for you. Yeah. Like yeah. I hope like my girlfriend understands that sometimes because I yeah. care so much about her. Yeah. It's like I try to get what's best for her, even though she might not see that I'm doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it might come off like. I'm just being stubborn or this, but I'm actually sticking my ground and just trying to do what's best for her. Right. Yeah. And I try to communicate that sometimes. Yeah, but for sure. It's pretty hard, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's pretty real. Uh, definitely. I think uh, copying off of uh, Rio, once again, uh, I, it's kind of like I, I allow her to say what she has to say first. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I kind of just want to jump in there and inter um, interject sometimes, but I just try to you know just chill and you know when she's finished you know then I come back and say what I have to say and you know most nine times out of ten 
uh, she doesn't have that patience that I have, so she'll, you know, come in, uh, you know, interject on me or whatnot. But, you know, um, I just try to, you know, make sure she understands that I hear her point. Like, to me, that's so important. I, yeah. Like, even if you disagree with me, if as long as, you know what I'm saying, um, I feel like I'm heard and you understood what I said, that's the most important part. You know what yeah. I mean? If you disagree, that's fine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I try to get that courtesy to, you know, to her or anyone for that matter. You know what I mean? Um, and after that, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'll go and say my point and, you know, hey, you got that? You understand? Cool. You know what I mean? And we'll just go back and forth. And usually it'll probably resolve, you know, if no one's interrupting each other or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah that's pretty much how I go about it. Yeah, it's definitely good to keep tensions low. Like, yeah. You know, in the middle of a conversation like that. I, I agree. Like, uh, like Sparta said, keep your voice low or whatever. And just try to get it, you know, try to get everybody to convey their points. Yeah. 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 And understanding is the most important thing. Do you guys go to sleep on a bad note? Like if your girlfriend's <clears throat> like, nah, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't, I can't like right. if, no, no. if you just got done with the fight and it's like, do you try to make up or do you just go to sleep on it? I try, oh, I try to. I definitely try to. You know what I mean? Before you go to sleep. Yeah, I try to. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like it's like that tension. You know what I mean? Cause you wake up and then you go deep right back in. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. bro. All right. Well, next question, guys. That was nice. What characteristics or traits do you pay attention to while dating? that would make you feel comfortable to be in a relationship. Um, All right. Characteristics that you pay attention to. Well, with the girl I'm currently dating, she's really uh, nurturing and she's kind of like a builder, so I really like nice. that about her. Um, a builder? Yeah, what she's a mean? builder. She's a... Uh, like physically? No, not like a bicycle. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. She's like a charger. Uh, no, no, no. I like <laughs> Dude, you never know. <laughs> no, no. Um, as far as like building a foundation, not 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 like but like trying to trying to build a family. Like she's actively trying to build a family, and she's actively trying to build her life and her career and whatnot. And That's I enjoy, awesome. I like that. Um, she's got good goals. She has good goals, and she also has um, real wife-like tendencies I feel like you know mm. she, she cooks for me she cleans for me you know whatever yeah, nice. uh, folds my clothes and all that other stuff folds your clothes oh yeah she's, she's a keeper right now <laughs> and, um, yeah I mean that's the things I've noticed that's awesome yeah, yeah so yeah one trait that I look forward to you know him and my girlfriend is you know I want them to really you know I want her to look for more um, just more in life out of life you know what I mean so for example, like me, I'm a type of person that, you know, I want to be the best, the best Tevin that I can be, you know what I mean? And I want to, you know, you know, conquer my goals, etc. right? And I kind of want to look for that trait in my girlfriend, you know what I mean? Um, and like, for example, like at the headquarters, right? Mm -hmm. We have people that, um, you know, hey, what you about to go do? Oh, we got to go drink and we got to go to the bar or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And that's like, that's cool, but it's like some people just look forward to that, like, you know, every day, every other day, you know what I'm saying? Every weekend, it's like, they don't really ask themselves like pivotal questions, you know what I'm saying? That'll help them just advance in life, you know what I mean? And that's something that's really important to me, you know what I'm saying? And um, I personally feel that, you know what I'm saying? Like you are who you hang out with, like that's no joke. So, you know what I mean? If you are a person or we're all people that is, uh, you know, you know, on this journey to better ourselves, like you need other people around you to kind of like, you know, kind of keep you on track, you know, and it's like a natural thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, you know, I would definitely look for that trait. Like, you know, what do you want? You know what I'm saying? Where do you, you know, see yourself in the next five years? Like, you know what I'm saying? What are you trying to be? You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and I just believe that, you know, 
if we, you know, keep asking ourselves like important questions like that, you know what I'm saying, during a relationship, you know what I'm saying, kind of ensure that we both kind of like, you know, both evolve, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's really important for sure. Yeah. There's a really good poem by Walt Whitman, it's called Oh Me Oh My, that refers to that really well. It talks mm -hmm. about like ambition and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he would talk about like the eyes of the faintless and like the people, like he would go to like the train stations and how he could just see like how people have no ambition, no goals and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was a really good poem to like, like just reference off of. So when I look for like a girl that I'm looking forward to, mm -hmm. the characteristics I look for is definitely ambition and goals. Mm -hmm. And then the next one's like personality. I love funny girls. Yeah, mm -hmm. girls funny. funny. Girls yeah. Like, dude, it's <laughs> yeah. so fun because yeah. it's like if we have the same humor, it's like time flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's really it. It's like be funny. Oh, intelligence. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I really enjoy an intelligent girl. Yeah. Sure. So intelligence, funny, and like, yeah, that's pretty much it. I have a piggyback off Spartak, and I was definitely say that intelligence is one of them. Funny is like. She, she's hilarious that's like a plus um, the one thing that I probably look for the most though is um, if she's willing to change um, mm -hmm. because like as we keep going through life we're always going to keep changing mm -hmm. you know and if you at one, any point you feel like you don't want to change then it's like you're going to be stagnant you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying you can't evolve so it's like looking for change is like a, a huge one for me yeah cool cool well we got to wrap it up uh, this is part one of real hosted by Tevin this is Real Talk Part 1. Uh, tune in for Part 2. Make sure y'all check out the links in the description and you just get hooked. Bow. 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 <laughs> <laughs>